Welcome back to the Nightlife Podcast, Season 4, Episode 3. Um, guys, and today we're going to talk about a subject that um, that is very important, and it's marketing and advertising. But we are going to be talking to somebody who, who ha- has changed things around a little bit from what they normally... Um, used to do of you know driving clientele to the retail location um and they are now focused on helping you um you know especially restaurants that are the ones that are open at the time uh on raising um sales and and delivery and bringing customers online that are not only new you know customers at one time but customers that could become later on uh lifetime customers so uh yeah so Season four, episode three starts now. All right, guys. So without further ado, here is Tristan from orderingads.com. Tristan, how are you, my friend? I'm doing amazing. Man, look, thank you for dressing up for the podcast, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> this is how I dress every day, believe it or not. Good, good, good to see. Good to see your generation yeah. uh, uh, doing so. <laughs> Um, oh, I know, right? <laughs> you know what? It, it used to be that way in 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 my in my days. It, it was kind of like anybody doing anything like what you do. It just it had to it had to be that way. You know, I don't know what's you know. I mean, it's changed. I don't know if it's a positive or negative thing. It just I know things have changed. I am trying to evolve and 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 be more. I guess less. You know, care less and and worry more about being comfortable than than uh anything but i realize also that a lot of times i am more comfortable when i'm dressed up i don't know why yeah no i hear you i i feel like i have an older mindset about things i don't like a lot of things millennials are doing i don't really necessarily relate to so you know maybe that's maybe that's part of it but yeah it definitely does feel better so right so um all right so why don't you tell people a little bit about uh what it is that you do I mean, ordering ads, I guess it already kind of tells a little bit about it. <laughs> that, I mean, that was the goal with the name. But basically, you know, our mission is to help restaurants grow as fast as a tech company. You know, we have a kind of a very futuristic mindset and vision of the restaurant industry and where it's going. And, um, you know, we believe that the restaurant industry should be scalable. Revenue should be predictable. And especially when it comes to marketing and, you know, driving online orders, e-commerce and retail has gone the route of let's sell things online let's sell things in a predictable way let's know what our cost to acquire customer is and let's make sure the business is predictable so you know we're kind of taking that mindset from tech companies and e-commerce companies and kind of transitioning that to the restaurant industry i see so yeah so um all right so we met through a friend who recommended your services and and uh, uh for for the restaurant specifically uh, yeah. We spoke. It was right at the time when we decided to to close again here in Florida. Things are not, you know, good yet. Yeah. Um, so it's not really uh, worth opening doors for many. The location that we're in is specifically not good, not so good for for delivery, uh, pickup, and that kind of thing. It, it, yeah. And and the food that we have is more uh, catered to an actual um, dine-in experience. Even though I have actually seen people who are, you know, pre-COVID were dedicated to to an experience like like you know like ours, you know, dine, very fine dining, 
right. um, and they were able to change that around a little bit, and you know, with with either um, you know doing some kind of broadcasting and and even sending a a waiter to the houses and taking care of them, <laughs> stuff like that. Right. Yeah, you know, when when it's fine dining and high end. And people were paying high prices for you know for the for that kind of for the food and and they just love that the whole thing and the whole experience. People are willing to 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 continue to pay and and you know and for for a different experience and, and a different memory. Um, but in the end, it's it's an experience. So that's one of the one of the issues that we have. But um, but but in general, you know, we're talking about uh, the, the product, the food food that people still need, you know, and even yeah. though even though they are, um, you know, we're home and a lot of people are stuck at home um, and the restaurants are not doing as, as well as they, they wish they were, that is one of the ways to stay afloat. A yeah. lot of a lot of the restaurants have not been able to figure out how to make this happen. How how do I bring people to my restaurant? that don't know of my restaurant, number one. Right. Um, I mean, I'm, before, uh, it used to be, okay, I will put an ad on the newspaper. I will put right. an ad on the, you know, on the local paper, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, yeah. that, that printed flyer around the neighborhood, that kind of thing. A lot of that has, you know, disappeared and, and been replaced, you know, by technology as, uh, and and social yeah. media and all these things. So, so that's where you people come in. Um, and you guys yeah, get get creative. So I know you were originally driving customers to the venues, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Okay, so so what is the difference now? Yeah, so right now like you said before, it, it's it's all about the majority of, you know, people right now um, majority of restaurants we're speaking to, the majority of their sales volume or a big portion of the sales volume is all ordering, right? And that's where kind of the opportunity is not just right now because of the pandemic, but in the future, you know, 40% of all ordering right now is online and those numbers are just going up, right? E-commerce grew by, I think it was 12% in eight weeks, right? So if, if, if we're talking about online order market penetration and e-commerce market penetration, it's, it's only going up as time goes on, right? Everything is gearing towards accessibility. And it's like there's two extremes right now. It's like either you have your experience or you have, you know, your your food. Just in general, it's it's as if you're, you're going to have to become more specialized. And, you know, either you're going to be really heavy on experience or you're going to be really heavy on delivering a really specialized type of dish to your consumer. So the difference between what we were doing before, which was, you know, obviously based around retail, um, is when you have an online ordering system, everything is trackable. Everything is trackable, right? If, if you're getting someone to go to your website to order from you, you can track the cost per purchase. You can track all the numbers. You know everything, right? The same way uh, a big e-commerce brand like Amazon knows what their cost to acquire customer is, you know those numbers. So because of that, it's all about how do we get people to make an impulse purchase by seeing an ad on say Facebook. It's all about the impulse purchase because all day long people are in their house working remotely and they're scrolling on their phone or they're on the computer. You know, I don't know that many people who are able to focus for that long period of time without pulling up their phone, especially when they're not at work, right? right. And it's about making, it's about getting someone to make an impulse purchase. 
you know, you scroll down Facebook, you see an ad, and guess what? It takes a couple clicks of a button to get someone to order, which is a lot easier to get someone to purchase than actually have them come into the restaurant. So okay. basically, you know, what we're what we're doing is we're running ads on Facebook, we're hiring a professional photographer, getting them to take some really amazing photos because at the end of the day, your photos are super important, your content is super important, your presentation is super important, especially in your photos because your, your competitors are on Uber Eats, they're on Facebook, and they're advertising too. So if you have a better piece of content, you're gonna be more persuasive, number one. Uh, number two, the other piece of this is having persuasive copy, having per se persuasive words to actually sell the food. And if you do both of those two things and you're running an ad on Facebook, you can run a specific type of ad called a conversion app, which optimizes for purchases, right? right. So if you optimize an ad for a purchase, then Facebook is gonna find people likely to purchase. So if you run that type of app and you're tracking everything, you can see, okay, how much does it cost for us to get an online order? So, you know, one of my clients right now, Mark Rogers, uh, shout out to Mark if he's watching this, I don't know if he is, but uh, he's located in uh, Texas. And, you know, he, he has a restaurant called Mixed Up Burgers and obviously burgers, super, super deliverable. Um, and, you know, we generated about $17,000 in online orders last month and we're able to track all those numbers. And right. he's paying about $5 to generate an order. It's a $5 cost per order. So we spend $5 to make $25 to $30. And that's another thing, too, when it comes to actually what people are purchasing right now. People are purchasing more out of necessity than they are out of enjoyment, especially if right. they're low on money, right? And they're getting tired of grocery store food. So things like family-style meals, which increase your average ticket, if you start selling something like that, you can spend $5 on an ad on Facebook generate a $40 purchase with an ad, and guess what happens? Once you know that $5, all you have to do is spend money to make money on that ad. Right. So that's kind of the strategy, which is very different to retail, uh, where retail's more difficult to track and just requires a you know kind of completely different strategy. Sorry. What, do you, what do you think um, makes it so hard for uh, an owner to make a decision to to start paying for a service like like something like this, you know, because I'm going to be honest with you. Um, yeah, you can tell people exactly, you know, how to do this. And a lot of people know how to create an ad on Facebook. A lot of people know yeah. how to do this on Instagram. I'm sure there are other platforms where this can be done, too, even though I I, I would agree that the most effective would be on, on something like Facebook. Um, yeah. uh, which you can do Facebook, Instagram at the, at the same time, but, but, uh, but yeah. like, but, but people go to platforms like YouTube for, for, for a different type of video, you know, watching and enjoyment and, and our, I guess, you know, are, are, are not really staying on an ad for food or I don't know, just the way I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud here at the moment, Yeah. but, but telling somebody how to do it and, and for them actually going there into Facebook and creating the ad and making sure they have the right you know, uh, copy or, or wording or letters. A lot of people don't understand what, what copy means even. Um, or or actually, you know, I, the right picture or the right video or if right. it's if they should have video or picture or if they should have, a you know, a few different pictures. Uh, right. You know, understanding all, all those little details is, you know, part of what makes, you know, uh, what you guys do so important. So I always yeah. recommend to hire somebody that can do this you know, right the same way that back in the day people used to spend their money um, on a, on the on the newspaper that they knew people were yeah. reading, or, or right. on a TV ad in the uh, you know put a commercial on the you know 
on the show that people are watching, not just where nobody's watching. Um, yeah. Now, the difference is, I, I see that that is that you are actually going to be able to know how much you are spending and how much, you know, like you just said, yeah, $5, you know, a conversion. And, right. and, and we're talking about people that are, you know, depending on the restaurant, but the, the price of the ticket is going to, you know, go higher. I, I assume yeah. that if the ticket is a lot higher, if it's a really high, you know, high end kind of price, then that cost per customer may end up going up, but it's still going to be worth it, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, well, to answer that, I mean, there's a couple different questions in there. Um, one of the things you just mentioned is why don't more restaurants, even though they know something like this is, is something that works or, you know, why don't they go ahead and do it? And I think the main reason why that is and the reason why the restaurant industry has been slow to embrace things like this, you know, marketing just in general. Right. You know, generally speaking, restaurants have used, what, two to five percent of their budget on advertising in general. Many other industries are willing to spend a lot more than that. And I mean, it's a couple different things. One is the ability to track, because traditionally, even with something like the newspaper, the main way that you would track is with a coupon. Right. That's that's like the only way people were able to track things or someone coming in with the newspaper. But then again, people were just were using coupons most of the time. Right. Right. So because of that and because of, you know, things like Groupon, where Groupon's ruined so many restaurant and retail businesses business completely. Right. right. With these coupons and bringing in the wrong type of customer. It's like restaurant owners feel like they have to discount their product, which so many agencies and companies are still selling. Hey, discount your product which only works for a specific type of restaurant, and even still you're bringing in not the type of clientele you want, right? So because of that, it's either coupon or it's like um, nothing, right? But the, the thing is things have changed, right? You no longer have to have a coupon to generate a sale, right? In fact, you never needed a coupon. It just wasn't so trackable in the past. Right. But now that it's trackable, it's like you can, you can make sure you're getting a return on what you're spending. But it's like if you're so used to having the discount or so used to um, being in a business where, you know, um, you just never can track anything, then you don't want to do it because you don't even know if this is going to work for you. Right? right. And I think the other thing is in the past, the competitive landscape was so was so much different as it is now. I mean, if you're in a third party ordering system, you're like a deer running in a pack of deer. I mean, it's like. Which deer are you going to shoot? They they kind of all look the same, right? right? There's there's 15 Italian restaurants in a three mile radius of me. They all offer free delivery. Who am I going to purchase from if I've never heard of any of these before, right? right. Is my price going to be a decision, or how do you even make a decision as a consumer, or even on Google, right? If I Google a, an Italian restaurant and I scroll through, I'm going to see 20 Italian restaurants. I mean, I might choose who comes up at the top, or What's the difference between a 4.4 star and a 4.5 star? As a as a consumer, I don't really see a difference between those two things, right? Right. There's like there's like 30 restaurants with 4.4 stars on Facebook, and the thing is, I I talk to restaurant owners all day long, um, pretty much every day, and I always hear you know kind of the same thing. I I ask what differentiates you from the competition, and it's always you know food is fresh made. Um, there's a lot of chains around us and we're, we're better than them. That's almost kind of always the answer. And it, it's like right now we're in a landscape where marketing and getting yourself out there, it has never been more important than it's ever been before. And the, the market has changed so much and, you know, catching up with where the market is going and how consumers are making decisions is a hard thing to do. And, you know, most restaurants, if you guys are watching this, 
you probably work in your business. You work for 12 hours a day, right? All day long. I mean, you're doing so many different jobs. By the time you get home, thinking about marketing is not something you want to do. You know, most restaurant owners, they're not passionate about doing that anyway. They just do it because they feel like they have to. And they do it because they don't think they can afford to pay for advertising and they don't think it's going to work. So, right. Yeah, that's so that's another why. another thing. I mean, uh, restaurants in, you know, to get right into what what we're living right now, you know, with yeah. with, with COVID. Um, uh, something I hear a lot is people say first thing we caught was marketing dollars. You know, and yeah. and I believe it's the biggest mistake. I mean, but then, then again, I'm biased. I come from from the marketing side of the business. You know, so I've yeah. I've always understood how important it is. Um, right. And you know, and I, I every time that I hear wherever wherever I'm a partner, if a partner is going in that different di direction as to you know to spending in marketing um, right. and advertising and you know promoting, etc. I I always you know I just pack up and I'm like. I'll, you'll see. You know, I I know what right. ends up happening in the end because, right. uh, you know, numbers show it right away. Um, but let me ask you a different question. What, um, how important is it that the product is, you know, perfect or or you know what I mean? I'm I'm just yeah. I'm wondering for your for your for something that you guys do. You know, for for something to work, an ad, a campaign. Um, yeah. to be you know profitable or be productive or be you know effective a success um, right. what what are the consequences if you get those customers and they order and they get the food but then when they actually arrives it's not anything from you know the copy was amazing and, and right. the picture was great but then it arrived and it was not what you actually you know promised yeah I mean, For one, there definitely has to be like congruency between your advertising in general, right? It, right. If your advertising needs to match your product, right? right. Just generally speaking. And that's that, in every every market for sure. 100%, yeah. yeah. No, no matter what business you're in, if you're looking for lifetime customers, then yeah, absolutely. That's that's super that's super important. Now, in general, if we're talking about just how important is the product just across the board, and I would say at this point, it's, it's really about specialization, right? It's really about being the best at what you do. You, you can't really be Cheesecake Factory. I mean, right. that works for them where they have right. such a, I mean, you open up the menu and you're like, it's like an ocean. You're just like reading through the pages and you're like, you're, you're sitting there for 35 minutes trying to figure out what you want to order because there's 200 items. Like the days of being able to do that are, are kind of gone, right? right? Um, it's like uh, Ryan Groplin, who's the, He has a site called The Restaurant Boss. This is something that he talks about. Shout out to Ryan if, if he's watching this. Um, he's a great restaurant consultant. But he, he talks about how it's becoming more extreme. It's either becoming e even more healthy or even more unhealthy, right? It's like Instagrammable food. If you go on Instagram and you type in the hashtag um, food porn, you'll see videos of the craziest menu items, milkshakes with Uh, sparklers or something like that, you know, hmm. just crazy, crazy menu items, right? Crazy menu items that are super, super unhealthy that who in the right mind would eat this? You know, waffles with fried chicken with a hmm. giant bottle of syrup being poured on the chicken. You see this on Instagram, right? right. Um, and it, it's just becoming more extreme unhealthy or more extreme healthy. And, you know, in general, if you're going to succeed in the marketplace, you have to become even more specialized at, at what you're doing. You know, it's almost like it's no longer okay to just be an Italian restaurant. 
you have to some, have something that really unique that really differentiates you in the marketplace. Otherwise, when people go to you, they're going to kind of look at you as a commodity, right? right? The restaurant business in, in, in general, it's, it's a perfectly competitive market, just like airlines, right? If I go on two different airlines, there's little nuanced differences between each uh, airline I go to. And unless I go on an airline like Virgin, for example, where it's completely different, Delta, well, I mean, what's the difference between Delta and, and American? I mean, there's slight differences. So it's like if you're a restaurant, you have to start thinking in terms of how can I be more like Virgin Galactic or how can I be more like SpaceX and how can I be less like, um, you know, Delta, Spirit, Frontier, where right. everyone's almost the same, right? right? You got to really start thinking in terms of differentiation. And that's what I see as being one of the biggest, most important things right now in the marketplace, especially when it comes to selling, uh, you know, food and getting people to order. Right. Another thing you, you just mentioned is the word lifetime customer. You are yeah. that, that's one of the most important parts, too, because people think, OK, five dollars to acquire this customer who spent thirty dollars on this ticket. But yeah. are they coming back? How many times yeah. are they coming back? And that that's right. You know, so 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 measuring that is 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 also very, very important. And, and that yeah. that's where the service, I mean, the service and the product comes in um yeah. even even more um so so that's important too i yeah. i was i was wondering i'm i'm going to throw this question at you and and i don't know if there's an answer and if not i i expect one from you uh, uh later on um sure but but i you know I'm, i've been trying to figure out how you know something like this could help the nightlife industry in general yeah. you know bars right. bar, bar, bars are suffering so much right now i mean yeah. Uh, you know, I, restaurants, I'm, we're talking about restaurants at this moment more. Um, it yeah. is your specialty. But besides that, sure. it's the fact that they are the ones that are open. Uh, they are selling alcohol at this moment because people do need yeah. their, their drinks and their, you know, to de-stress. De <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, uh, right. But but the reality is that uh, the bars, the ones that have no food whatsoever and clubs or are, are yeah. you know, mostly are shut down, at least in the U.S., but they're starting to open, you know, uh, in the rest of the world, you know, Europe started to open in, in some countries and, and Canada started to open. Uh, so I don't know if th if there's anything that you can think of or that you already know of that that works yeah. in this sense um, for those businesses, especially because of the fact that they're not really doing delivery of anything. I mean, at the yeah. moment. So so it so it's more about driving clientele to their venues, really, when this all is gone, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, here's what I would do. Um, and he, here's what I know works when we were focused on retail. Um, I mean, some of, the, some of our clients right now, they're, they're bars, but they also sell food. And of course, they're doing to-go drinks, which works with the same thing I, I mentioned um, before. The same strategy does work with, with to-go drinks, especially to-go margaritas are really crushing it right now. Um, but as far as the nightlife business, what you really want to do right now is you really want to hype it up. You really want to hype up your your relaunch. You really want to sell it as as a relaunch, a, a grand reopening. Uh, just to, just make it seem really big, because people right now, I mean, they've been stuck in their house. They're they're cramped in front of their computer. They're they're tired of being in the house right now. Right. So, I, I think the market is definitely there, and I think you really need to sell the relaunch, and you need to talk to what's already in people's heads. I mean, what are people thinking right now? They're thinking. I'm tired of being in the house. 
they're thinking I'm, I've been working remotely. I've barely seen my friends or family. I mean, that's a case for many people. They're thinking I don't have the events or activities that I've had in the past. If you look at social media comments right now, they're especially negative. Um, I, I know because I'm running ads right now for my brand and I see negative comments all the time. Yeah. You know, people are just angry right now. That's a, that's the climate. So you, knowing those things, right? Putting yourself in the mind of the consumer as a as a nightclub owner, you know what to say. Just you know, talk about your experience. Talk about the fact that you know you've been cramped up in, in your ad. Talk about the fact you know you've been cramped up in the house. Uh, it, it's time to get out, and it's time to to celebrate life. It's time to you know take some time to de-stress and you know let your worries drift away. I mean, that's that's the type of messaging that's going to resonate with people right now, right? Right. So if I was in that position no matter whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or what you're doing when it comes to social media, that type of messaging is, is what's gonna resonate with people. And you've gotta really sell it like a grand opening and make it seem like a giant thing. Like really, really sell the launch of your brand uh, if you were shut down especially, so. Right, yeah, so the, the bottom line there is, you know, when people look at this, they have to say, I cannot miss it, I must be there. And they have to yeah. get that, you know, that, that anxiety, that feeling, uh, you know. I, right. I, I mean, I, I agree 100 percent. It's it's just it, it's, you know, scary. The fact that, that we don't really know when this whole thing is going to be um, completely over. I, 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 you know, I feel it's it's not forever. 100 percent. I don't you know, it'll be there around forever, but it's not going to be the same yeah. issue after the vaccine or whatever. Um, but but it, but it's good for people to be prepared. I, I what I do not recommend is that. The, if you are open, that you're skimming on marketing because yeah. you need, you know, and if you really do not have a budget because you really, really, really cannot, you know, because it, 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 it sounds cheesy, but I always say you can't afford to not hire, you know, marketing, uh, <laughs> you know, company or an advertising, honestly. That's, that's the truth. You just said it. $5 per customer for the $30, you know, ticket. That is... Um, I, I, I believe you because I've, I, that's what I've seen, you know, yeah. and, um, yeah. and it's real, it's possible. It, it, you know, and it may not be around forever because, you know, things are going to change. I know at some point in time, um, acquiring a, co a, a customer on, on Facebook was a lot cheaper even. Um, and it was, it was crazy. Um, but but I believe people cannot skim down on this on this expense, you know, ever. It's the last thing that they, they should be doing. Um, I agree. So any last recommendations you want to give um, before I let you go? Because you are a busy man. I see that you have a full <laughs> schedule. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess my, my last piece of advice would be this. And this is what I've been telling my clients. And this is what I've been telling people since the beginning of the pandemic. And this is, this is more of like a mindset thing. You know, you kind of have you have a couple different options right now. Number one, you can wait for the market to improve and you can kind of just like wait things out and you can you can hope and pray things get better. That's one option. Another option is you can just do absolutely nothing. And then there's a third option, which is you can take massive action. Right. Or I mean, you could take some action. I guess that'd be a fourth action. But especially and the fourth option is you can take massive action. Right. Because right now you can either be in a mindset of scarcity or you can be in a mindset of abundance. Right. At the end of the day, 
it's it's like those are your options. Most people right now, if you're down, you know, they're they're thinking in terms of scarcity. They're trying to save every dollar. They're trying to, you know, they're they're fearful. And it's it's okay and it's understandable to to be that way. But you can't be paralyzed by that fear and you can't let that stop you from taking action. You know, at the end of the day, when everyone else is afraid, that's opportunity for people who are willing to capitalize right. on the on the market. When things are the most turbulent, that's when there's the most opportunity. So look at it as an opportunity to rise and become a better person and grow a biz- better business and figure out how to you know get more customers and and grow as in as an obstacle. Right. All right, Tristan, thank you so much, so much for um, all your insight on this um, and for sharing this information. Um, let me ask you, where can people uh, find you and, and get a hold of you and hopefully hire your company <laughs> to help them out? Yeah, for, for sure. Um, I'm always open to a conversation. So um, you can go on Facebook, just type in my name. You can go to LinkedIn, just type in my name, or you can go to ordering ads ads.com all right all right um so i'm gonna let you go with that and again extremely thankful uh for your time and i will definitely be contacting you i will even though i'm doing a combination of number one and number four because i'm also praying a little (laughs) i am i am i am definitely more of you know i agree with you i'm on number four and 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 i'm not gonna stop uh definitely so um again uh thank you thank you for your time and um guys do not forget you can get my book on amazon you get you find you follow me at the nightlife entrepreneur on instagram you find all the courses on nightlife.university and you can find all the episodes on nightlifepodcast.com see you guys next week Awesome.